Jay, some facts for you. Hi, today. I'm Jay McInnes. Welcome to the channel. Some facts for you today. Okay. Ben Robinson, of course, the one and only. Facts for you. A recent forecasting that was put across to the Metro Vancouver a Regional District. Forecast, yes. Anyway, let me get to the facts. Uh, suggested that we're actually going to have a population of 3.8 million by the year of 2050, which for your small mathematical brain equates to 35,000 new residents, stop trying to work it out in your head, a year from now until then on average. So the question is, the housing crisis in terms of the lack of it has been a topic for a while. So with this increased amount of residents coming, how are they going to handle it, Jay? How are the city going to handle it? And I want to know is the city right now. Is, yeah, How is the city going to handle it? And you're going to find out what we think should be done. So, first and foremost, 2050, I will be 69 years old, for the record. Second of all, I was educated with math at the finest of West Side establishments. Lord being secondary, Point Grey, Vancouver, West Side. Now, isn't it Dunbar? No, it's Point Grey. It's that side of 16th, that side of Dunbar. Anyway, as we were talking about, there are a few options that we believe the city should be doing now to enhance density because that's a very big tagline that we all like to use to assist the housing problem here in Vancouver. So I think the obvious ones which we're gonna go into on the doorstep of the new lot that we have for sale here in Kensington, Cedar Cottage. I was gonna say Kensington Gardens. That's a little development. That's anyway, a building. Um, Cedar Cottage is density, FSR, and allowing everyone to build more. So I'm gonna jump in here. I think the key to this first is how are you gonna get the, through lack of a better phrase, the smaller builders to cooperate? Because you can, you can look at some of the big guys um, like the Bosas and the Concords, and they're typically building high-rise properties anyway. So they're adding 300 plus homes in these towers. So they're adding a lot of homes. They're obviously getting a lot of tax benefits. They're obviously making a large amount of profit. And so it's how are you going to get the quote-unquote smaller builders. private builders in order to get on board as their balance sheet looks a little bit different than some of those big guys. And to your point, FSR is going to be one of them. Yeah, so I think things like they've been- well, let's, let's just break down FSR for those who don't know for a minute. Okay. You buy a plot of land, it's zoned as say an RS1. You could have a 0.70% FSR. Floor space ratio. There we the go. So a standard lot is 33 by 122 in Vancouver. It means you'd have a 4,026 square foot lot. And so if you have a 0.70% FSR, you can only build up to 70% of that lot size with your home. So the math on me right now, I don't know what that is, but you were educated in the finest of Lord Bing in Point Grey. So I'm absolutely sure you can work that out in your head as to what 0.70% of 4,026 is. Please do, Jay. It's something around 2,700 feet. We're gonna let the people detail that. From there, uh, allowing these developers to go in build more density so bigger uh bigger developments basically yeah. is going to be what i think is going to stimulate them especially with these absorbent costs absorbent weights at the city for permits so on and so forth to make it more justifiable 
more appealing uh, to both them to do it and the market to absorb it. Yeah, well, I mean, think about it. If you've got, let's say in, in the area, the average is selling for a thousand a square foot and you're now allowing a builder to potentially come in and build an extra 300 to 500 square foot even on these homes. They can get bigger homes, they can sell obviously for more, they're gonna be more attractive as well. And in theory, if the density is multiplied to this degree, prices would slowly come down, hopefully, in theory. Um, they're doing a lot with laneways and stuff like that now, a lot more flexibility through Vancouver, through Burnaby, through the suburbs. Um, that's one good step, of course, allowing everyone to be able to do that. Now, as you see along this street as a prime example, if you've got two families, three families on a lot, where are the cars gonna go? This adds uh, density and clusters in other ways, but we're not gonna talk about that right now because that's part it's of the game. It's up. the housing and the affordability of that. So uh, maxing out bigger FSR numbers, allowing duplex lots on every lot, laneways yeah. on every lot, or legal suites on every lot as maybe a mandatory as well. If you wanna tear something down, has to build multiple homes. Yeah, so I think the way that I think the tough thing, the way they'll get around that is it's very hard to dictate what somebody can build. So I think they'll incentivize it in a way of because of the available FSR or because of the end product, it makes so much sense to build this as opposed to what you would get like a much smaller FSR if you were just building like a single family home without a laneway or a legal suite or something like that. So I wonder if we'll see a calm down on the restrictions as well. As you know, a lot of the lots, you have to be over a certain size in order to get the higher FSRs. I wonder if we'll see that calm down. And I wonder if we'll see changes, maybe rebates of sorts for building something like a legal suite with a home, a laneway home. Uh, some of them have both. Pretty God forbid now. tax rebates, possibly for the developer, larger than we can see now, or GST on new homes. Just a little question. I know that's a massive part. In addition to the property transfer tax, a rebate on that would be nice as well. But I think at I these think realistic numbers that we see in Vancouver. But, but with those numbers I gave you, so 35,000 new residents, not all of those are going to be looking at rental. But one point I will point out is last year, more than half of the new permit homes for build that were given were actually for the first time ever in Vancouver history, more so rentals than actually end user building by living in, just as a FYI point. But back to the original point, if 35,000 people are coming in every single year, you would think that what they miss out on in taxes, they're actually gonna gain from the expenditure of each of those General people. economic growth, yeah. So I think there's some short-sightedness in that for sure. Mm -hmm. um, and I know we all wanna keep everything uniform and nice down the uh, streets like we have here. But I think depending on what you're taking down, depending on what they can expand it to, I think mandatory multifamily, if they're gonna tear a house down, yeah. is a way to go. Do you know the city's biggest problem with dealing with this though? I got a few, yeah, I got a few suggestions, but- Themselves? Well, oh, of course, the bureaucracy. The bureaucracy involved in it, and as anyone who's ever been through permitting and building knows, it's not a fast process for permits, let alone when you're talking about rezoning, and it's not uncommon for these conversations to, from initial start, to take years. So it's whether the city can get out of the way of themselves a little bit, and again, we're not crystal balls, even though we should be crystal balls, so it remains to be seen, but as they obviously turned down the mayor's uh, six multifamily dwellings on a single lot, 
something else needs to come in. Fair enough, they should have met in the middle, but anyway. Well, that's it. Something else needs to come in now and take over that, and it remains to be seen what will be happening. But we're making the call, higher FSRs, and... Mandatory multifamilies, taking it down. I'm not going mandatory. I'm not going mandatory. I'm just saying For a couple of years. heavily incentivized. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. That makes more sense. Laneway homes or legal suites as such. Or duplex build. Or duplex builds. There we go. And I think that sums us up for this week, guys. Let us know your thoughts on the situation below. And we will catch you next week. Did you graduate high school? Did you? Yeah, I you did. did. With not flying colors, but real colors. <laughs> With black and white. <laughs> <laughs>